0: Hey welcome to the Church Explain podcast, we appreciate you joining us. The Church Explain podcast is a conversation to develop your leadership and grow your church. Our goal in this podcast is to share inspirational insights and ideas, resource leaders, churches and teams through conversations with key team players at Icon Church and other invited guests. Today we're going to explore the idea of does a senior pastor need a coach? My name's Dave. And my name's Nathan. We're the hosts of this podcast. Yes, we are. And we're so pleased today we've got Steve Marston with us. Welcome, Steve.
1: Thank you. It's an honour to be here, Deb. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. And we're just going to find out a little bit about you. Nathan's going to share yeah, some yeah. info about
2: you. Well, i found find some info about you, Steve. It's dodgy. It's dodgy. Of, one, where <laughs> did you
1: find it from? Well,
2: who knows? You're one of the pastors at Soul Church. That's right. Uh, a multi-site church based in Norwich in the UK, led by the great, I'll have to say it if he listens, John and Chantelle Norman. <laughs> and uh, you and your wife, Rachel, actually like spent 14... And it says on your website, because I went on your website, Steve, for this, life-defining years as part of the team in Hillsong, Australia. That's right. And then in 2018, you returned to the UK with a passion to see church grow in the UK and yeah, Europe. Absolutely. Is that all correct? That is all
1: factually correct. Great. Good job, <laughs> Very good.
0: Hey, so thanks for being with us today, Steve. We just want to share and uh, think around this idea of coaching and uh, whether it's important, why, why should a senior pastor have a coach and should they have? What's your thoughts on that? Obviously you're involved in coaching, so what, what would you think on that?
1: Look, I think, uh, I think that the role of senior pastor is an incredibly demanding role. Uh, They've got multiple demands on them. They're giving out a lot. So anything that helps any individual and grows them and takes them forward, hopefully, is a really positive thing. So I think senior pastors come in in lots of different uh, levels of maturity, levels of experience. So specifically the the guys that are new to becoming a senior pastor, I think it's essential, especially Mm. if they're from an independent church, that there's someone... With a bit of wisdom and maturity, that's speaking into their life, listening, encouraging, and even then, through to quite experienced senior pastors. And the role is very different with them. It's more about being a sounding board and bouncing ideas off them. So I think there are there are lots of benefits according to the maturity level of the senior pastor. Yeah,
2: is like uh, is coaching kind of new language that we've kind of brought about, and is there a difference between like you know, like coaching, mentoring, counseling? Those kind of things. Is that is that new in church today?
1: Look, I think if you look at the the definition of a coach and where the word comes from, I only learned this a few weeks ago, but it, it actually goes back to the idea of a stage coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember John Maxwell teaching this. So it, what was the purpose of a stage coach? It was to get you from one position to another. Mm. I like that. That's and good. so I thought that that was a that really clicked with me. That's what mm. we're trying to do is to move people forward, take, take them on a journey. Mm. Uh, you don't find coaching the Bible, but I think, you know, coaching and mentoring and counselling and helping, they're all on on a similar spectrum, but with different emphasis and mm. focus. Mm. No, that's great. That's
2: Thanks. Great. Who, who have you, um, like, who've, who are some people you've coached in the last two years? I know we've chatted even, you've also been coached as well. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah.
1: Well, firstly, in terms of who have I I've coached, one of the things I love is coaching young leaders. Mm. So I coach a number of very young leaders. So aged kind of 16, 17, 18. Mm. And I absolutely love that. And I just do that because I'm passionate. I believe I want to invest in them uh, through to coaching quite experienced senior pastors of of big churches. So there's a whole spectrum there. In terms of who I've been coached by, I've got lots of different coaches. Uh, I need a golf coach uh, <laughs> for sure. But actually, you know, it's a good example. Recently, I've been wrestling with the book of Revelation because there's been a lot of conspiracy theories. So I thought, I've really got to understand this for myself. So uh, I know Nathan Finocchio, you know him, mm. and he put me in touch with a guy called David Campbell, who's written several commentaries on Revelation. So I got in contact with him, and he's helping me taking me on a journey of understanding right. that. So I think in lots of areas of ministry, uh, recently I, I reached out to Simon Thomas. He's part of our church. Mm. And he's an incredible presenter, especially in formats like this. So yeah. I sent him one of my messages said, give me some feedback, help me, grow me. Because I, yeah. I think in every area of your life, we can all grow and develop. So I've got lots of coaches. Yeah. Do you think,
2: um, I'm just picking up on that idea of like you're talking about multiple coaches in different mm. areas, do you think that's a key as well to look at, not just to have the one coach, like, like what we might life coach, yeah, but to have like, you've got specific areas, I can look for a coach in that area.
1: Absolutely. So another area that I've got a coach in is in the area of finances. So it was an area in the first 40 years of my life, I didn't do great. Mm. And when I hit 40, I realized I haven't done great, I need some help. So one of the guys that coaches me is actually my brother. And he's amazing because he's been doing stuff in the world of finance for 20, 30 years. So, mm-hmm. you know, on the way home from today, I'll call him and we'll, and we'll chat about it. And I'll, I'll glean from his wisdom. So I think having coaches in lots of areas of life is, is really valuable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference between coaching and mentoring. Mm-hmm. Mentoring, the root word was when I think it was Odysseus went off on his epic and he left his son with mentor. Mm. So mentor was the guy that was like, almost like the nanny that would grow and develop him yeah. as he matured in life. And I think the mentor looks after the whole person, whereas the coach can give specific skills like a golf coach mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah.
0: You keep going back to that golf coach thing. I do, oh, yeah, I need itch- it badly. You're <laughs> itching for it. Yeah, th- I think on that idea of coaching and mentoring and the counselling, I think there is a wee bit of a distinction, although they all overlap a little bit, yeah. don't they? Yeah. But I, I think for maybe leaders who are listening in today or watching, wherever they're watching from, they're probably, because those terms have been bonded around a bit, having a coach, a mentor, yeah, um, a counsellor. I, I, I would say possibly a coach is always looking forward. Future-focused is what a coach is trying to do. Get alongside yeah. you, take you somewhere. Where a mentor, as you said, is like nonning, you know, somebody who's above and more experienced. Yeah, They're inputting. And I suppose counsellors are always um, looking forward, but they're looking back as well. Yeah. Uh, And there's space for all of that, I suppose. But I I was thinking this idea of a coach, you know, senior pastors do need a coach. And maybe one of the reasons they need it is because of the blind spots. You know, uh, sometimes the senior leaders involved in life and they can't see those blind spots. And a coach is a great way then to get in and to help them see that. Mm -hmm. What's your experience on that? Have you been able to coach some people? Not that you have to share everyone's deepest, darkest secrets, but, you know, some of the blind spots that, that maybe
1: people face yeah, that's, that's really good. I mean, one of the ways I got involved, first got involved with this church is that I was really impressed that Senior Pastor Paul had the courage to invite us to come in to the church without anybody else knowing yeah. and experience the church and then give him and some of the team feedback. You were mystery shopper. I was a mystery shopper, senior so literally right, I sat in the back. was actually quite blown away by the quality of the young leaders packed in the front row. Wonderful. So... Um, but within that feedback, there was probably a couple of areas that when you're in it, you don't see it. Mm. Mm. But someone comes from outside and they can say, well, have you thought about this? So I think that's the type of thing that a good coach can do, can exactly, as you say, highlight some of the blind spots, bring it to the surface yeah. and start a good conversation.
0: Yeah. That's great, great stuff. Go ahead. Mm.
2: Yeah, I was just I, I was just gonna kind of expand on that and just thinking like we're are asking the question why does a senior leader or a senior pastor need a coach? Are there other areas that you you see you know when you're in something you kind of just get in it and focused? Are there other areas that you see through your experience of coaching that actually when you're in it you kind of you can tend to miss things and that's yeah. why you need a coach?
1: Yeah. I- One of the things that I think a lot of leaders can be is quite reactive and responsive Mm. to feedback. And I think one of the marks of maturity is opening up and getting good, honest feedback. I know you guys do this brilliantly with your 360 feedback. Mm. Uh, One of the things we did in our senior leadership team just over the last two weeks, uh, again, John Norman asked us all, Mm. to talk to three people that serve alongside us and give us three points of feedback. Mm. And that was really valuable to get three lots of feedback saying you did this well, but you don't do this so great, and you should grow in this. And I, you know, it mm. brought some things about me to the surface mm. that, yeah. that I can now address. So, and that's where coaching comes in is you can actually look at that and say, well, did this feed, is it objective? Does it say more about the person? Or mm. yeah. then you can have a really good conversation and agree a way forward. Coaching isn't giving you the answers. Coaching is asking the great. right questions yeah, yeah, so definitely. you can choose what to do about it. Mm. That's
0: really good, and and I think that that's great. It's about asking those questions because yeah. sometimes, as you say, you know, a senior leader could be in there, but they just can't see that question, or maybe they they're thinking of it from a different point of view. Yeah. Someone comes in, says, "Have you thought of it like this?" Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it, it unlocks something, doesn't it for you?
1: Absolutely, you know, in that
0: situation. Yeah. So so just thinking uh, you know, you you were saying there that the fact that, you know, sometimes a coach can come in, ask right questions. What, what are some of the best questions you've found that you've been able to ask?
1: Questions I've been able to ask, well, in, I think the quality of leader is often shown by the quality of the questions yeah. that they ask. And I, I can tell if, I, if I'm in a room with young leaders, they can either pull the best out of me by asking the right questions, or it can be quite boring for everyone. Mm, yeah. um, I learned the power of questions when I first went to Hillsong, must be 20 years ago now, and I was just blown away by this church, and I thought, how can I learn really quickly? And so I literally nearly wrote to Pastor Brian, but I thought, he's probably not <laughs> gonna have the time. But I thought, who would be the next best person? And there's a guy there called mm-hmm. Kevin Brett, who used to be Pastor Brian's senior pastor in New Zealand. And his job on staff was to coach the staff. So I thought, that's a guy I would love to talk to. Mm-hmm. So I, nobody knows me, in Australia. so I just rock up to him, said, I'm Steve, I'm you. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just hungry and passionate to learn. And I said, can I take you out for lunch once a month for the rest of the year yeah. to the restaurant of your choice and you eat whatever you want, I'll pay the bill, but can I ask you questions for 45 minutes? <laughs> and he looked at me as if I was from another planet. <laughs> he said, look, here's my email, I'll get back to you by the end of the week. That's because he knew what restaurant you yeah. were <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> but we did, he, he said yes to it, incredibly. so. Um. I reckon in those 10 sessions, and it cost me about, what, 50, 60 bucks. But what a great investment. I reckon I fast-tracked and learned about so many aspects of Hillsong Church in that first few months. And I, I ended up on staff probably because I was asking the right questions. I was keen to learn. You know, when you go into a session with a coach, don't talk to the coach about all the things, you know, you know, don't do all the talking, do a lot of the listening as well, yeah. all right? So I think, yes, it's questions, but it's, it's also about listening to people that are further down the track than you. Mm. No, and I love that that thought
2: that brings out, because someone might be listening to this going, can I really invest in this? Is it worth the investment in a yeah. sense? And you, you've taken, hey, I, need, I want to get into this, 10, mm-hmm. and it's this willingness that I'm going to invest Absolutely. into this. And I I think that's that's a key. And sometimes we even, you know, I I just listened uh, to a few things. Sometimes the people that we want to be coached by seem to be the busiest people. um, And we think they won't have the time. Yeah but actually they're the people we need to be coached Absolutely, by. Absolutely, Nathan. And so yep. it's, it's that moment of, no, I'm going to invest. I'm even going to ask the question. I'm going to send the email. Brilliant. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I think that can be a starting point for a senior leader to go, do you know what? They
1: may look busy, but that's the person I do want to be coached by. Absolutely. And I think sometimes it's our lack of confidence, especially as Brits. Mm. We don't actually cross that line and ask. I went to a conference, uh, European Learning Communities Conference last year or two years ago. And there's a speaker there and he really got my attention. His name was Brett Dolfo, he's a Canadian leadership coach. And his session was brilliant, he said some stuff. So afterwards I, I emailed him
0: yeah.
1: and said, I would look, would you coach me?
0: Mm.
1: And straight away he said yes, because I was passionate and I mm. wanted to learn and grow. So who are the people, you know, you guys listening, who are the people you'd love to be coached by? Why don't you contact them? Mm. Show them that you're passionate, mm. you never know. You know, I remember the first time I met Phil Dooley, I thought, this guy's so inspiring, I just want to get to know him. Mm. And I found out he's flying to Melbourne to do a Youth Alive event. Mm. So I asked him, I said, Phil, can I go with you? I'll carry your bags. I'll, I'll just sit, and he always travels with someone. So she said, yeah, come on then. And at my own expense, I flew to Melbourne and back. It's the only wow. time I've ever been to Melbourne. <laughs> By the way, I was in Australia at the time. Right, yeah, I know he's good, but I don't think I'd pay to fly from England to Melbourne with Phil Dooley, if you're listening. But uh, it, was, it was worth, what, £100 to spend a day listening to a, to a key leader. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I was just picking up a couple of things you said there, Steve. This idea of that sometimes a leader can feel almost like reactive, yeah, or I suppose insecure. Um, that that's a big thing for a leader because if someone's leading something, they've, they've got other people following them as such. You know, how how do we get leaders to move from that place of reaction and insecurity to? The fact that they do need a leader because they do need a coach. That's one of the things we're really preaching today: is the mm. fact that a senior leader, or not just a senior leader, but actually uh, yeah. any sort of passer, or, or you know, needs someone to come alongside with them. What What would you suggest though?
1: Yeah, it's, how it's do a, people get
0: over that? Do you know what I mean?
1: Look, I don't know whether you ever get over it completely. I think it's about learning to identify that we we can all be a bit reactive yeah. we're all we've all got our insecurities we all push back especially if you spent years build, building a team building a church and then someone criticizes it yeah that is a natural response so i think it does take maturity i think the key thing is providing a safe place
0: yeah
1: mm. where people can trust you enough to actually have those conversations mm. overcome the emotional response and get into a logical conversation where you can mm. look at what happened why it happened and then you can start to learn and grow and grow from it. So yeah. I think it's providing that safe place. I think confidentiality is a massive thing. You've got to find someone you absolutely trust if you're going to go there and, and share the things that are really on your heart. But if if there's anyone listening to this and you're thinking, I probably need a coach, I would really encourage you, reach out to them. It can grow, it can grow you, grow your thinking, provide a safe place, give you encouragement get you focused on the right issues, the big issues, and not just the things that eat you up that, that can be to do with your insecurities.
0: That's, that's, that's brilliant. Great. Very, very helpful. Yeah, really
1: good. Uh, you've talked about like a little bit,
2: like you've been coached by people. How did you identify those people?
1: I think it's about regularly knowing yourself and knowing the areas that you need to grow in. So for example, two weeks ago I preached at Seoul and at the end my voice went, and so I was going to lead everyone in the Lord's Prayer and I couldn't, so I had to get John up to do it. And I thought, you know what, I need a vocal coach.
0: Yeah.
1: I need someone to teach me a particular skill of how to breathe from my diaphragm and not from here. Mm. Uh, Robert Ferguson talks about as a preacher how he lost his, damaged his vocal cords. Mm. And so that made me think, you know what, I need a coach to actually teach me how to breathe. Yeah. So if you're a vocal coach listening to this, get in contact with me. But <laughs> that's the idea. It's where are the areas of my life that, that I want to progress and move forward and I think we do it much better and much quicker if we've got someone else helping us through through that journey
2: yeah definitely
0: and I, and I suppose not to be afraid of just picking up the phone putting yep. an email out there contacting someone because sometimes people think well who's, as Nathan says who's going to listen to me you know yeah. who, who am I yep. but I think it's just having that boldness to get out there chat with somebody mm. and, and make that Conversation begin to happen, isn't it? Really, absolutely. So, so just drawn in. Uh, it's been brilliant just to chat with you, for, you know, in, in this podcast, just uh, around coaching. Um, you've shared some brilliant things with us today. What? Wh- any other sort of final thoughts before we wrap up today on coaching? Hi, for example, like if if someone's listening to us today and they're watching, you know, what are the next steps? You would say they need to take.
1: Look, I think. One of the big things is working out how important is this to you? Um, So for years, I wanted to grow as a preacher, but the only feedback I ever got was, oh, you're great, you're fantastic. And then I I sent one of my messages to Robert Ferguson. And he absolutely slaughtered my (laughs) preach. Yeah. And we sat down together. He told me two positive things and 12 things I needed to work on. And I learned more in 30 minutes than 30 years, Mm. literally. So from that moment on, I realized the importance of coaching. Mm. Someone that's way further down the track, Mm. just helping you, putting you in the stagecoach and saying, hey, you're here? Here's how we get you to here. So one of the things he said to me was, how many books have you read on preaching? I said, six. He said, you need to read 99. (laughs) And he just blew my mind. And Mm. so I've probably, since that conversation, you know, I'm, I'm a good preacher, I'm not a great preacher, but I, I've grown a lot quicker from listening, learning to that one coaching session. How, how many books you read now? Probably read about 50. So are you ticking them off?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but your dad did send me one and it was 650 pages. So I reckon that was worth yeah, about five, that five bucks. Off. In <laughs> fact, again, here's a way, he knew I love preaching. So he gave this to me and I read these articles in there about 25 articles there was one by jeff lucas Thought that's brilliant mm. this is a guy that doesn't is not just a great preacher he's a great thinker about preaching so i emailed him mm. and said would you listen to one of my messages and give me some feedback and great. it's just this cycle of ongoing growth so, so let me just draw this out a little bit uh, just before
0: we wrap up because um le- let's say you send an email out to somebody but actually let's say the email comes back and um they s- well let's say first of all they say no I'm too busy because yeah. that could happen couldn't it like Absolutely. You know, you've shared emails that you've sent out mm. someone's got an e- you've got that email back and said yeah we're happy to help Is there a, been ever a time where you've sent an email out and you haven't got that back
1: <laughs> yeah I haven't heard back from Jeff but anyway <laughs> if you're listening to me Jeff you're but, I, go, I, come he, 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 but check, check your emails <laughs> Jeff yeah. come on, it might on. be that it's not the right email <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but listen I think, it's, I think it's about the way you ask Yeah, yeah. yeah. so when it was K- Kevin Brett you know i was one of 500 students why should he yeah i tried to think from the perspective of how can i make this a win for him when it's a win for them so me investing in taking him out for dinner or mm. making sure that hey i'm going to be as passionate about this as i can so he's not just wasting his time mm. You know, it's about the way that you ask sometimes. And yeah. if someone doesn't get back to you, what have you lost? Yeah, that's it. It's like, And I think that's
0: what I was trying to drive for <laughs> you yeah. because people could sit and think, well, uh, you know, I can't send an email because I'll get rejected. I'll feel even worse. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's just putting it out there. Yeah. So listen, final question, uh, and then we're going to wrap up, is when someone choosing a coach, do you think it needs to be somebody they know?
1: No, because I've asked loads of people to coach me. Brett Dolfo didn't know me from Adam. He lives on the other side of the world, but he coached me. Mm. Jeff Lucas doesn't know me, but he's got a set of skills and a gifting, anointing and ability that Mm. I thought, well, I would love to learn from that guy. So you don't need to know them.
0: But maybe trust them, at least in their skill set of what they're doing. Absolutely. I think that's a key in the real life.
1: I think that is is critical. Yeah, Mm. agree with that.
2: Great, well, that's it for this episode. It's been so good to share around coaching and big thank you, Steve, for being part of this Church Explained podcast Pleasure. and uh, this episode. I uh, just want to say thanks for listening, everyone, and remember, wherever you're consuming this content, to like it, share it, subscribe, send it on to someone you think would uh, be, you know, would really benefit from what we've talked about today. And don't forget, there are our free resources on our Icon Open website. You can check those out at icon.church/open. And uh, if you have any questions for us, then feel free to drop us an email, uh, drop them in the comments on YouTube, whatever it is, get in contact with us because we'd love uh, to find out uh, what you want us to talk about, but also we'd love to help you in building your leadership and growing your church. It's been so good to be together and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Church
0: Explained podcast.